Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Evolvepreneur Secret Show for Entrepreneurs, and I'm your host, Brian Silverthorne. And it's always my mission to help entrepreneurs make the difference they want to make with their businesses and also to help them navigate the messy worlds of startup and growth or relaunch. And today we're going to dig deep with our guest and get you some great concepts and strategies to fast track your business. And our special guest today is Abir Raza. And Abir is the founder and CMO of Tech Rebel. And uh, his company just reached the Inc. Top 5,000 fastest growing companies in, uh, I think, less than four years, he said, which is quite an accomplishment. Welcome to the show, Abir. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you for the introduction. Good. Good to have you here. And as I said, we're going we're gonna to accomplish all this in about 10 minutes or less, which we'll start right now. So let's start with uh, where you're calling in from. I'm calling in from Dubai. Oh. Um, we have an office here, so... Yeah, we got a pretty good, pretty good bit of ge geography between us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just set up this office like in January, and uh, we already have a team of six people here now. So yeah, I mean, it was um, it was kind of crucial for us to kind of pivot from um, you know just having an office in US to having a beachhead here as well. I mean, the weather is really nice, and uh, the place is really cool. People love traveling. That, so. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So uh, let's get started with the first question. Who, who's your ideal client? So our ideal client would be um, either, I mean, on one side, it would be either an entrepreneur that looks that, that is looking to kind of scale their um, idea or their business in, in the tech world. Um, they would, you know, ideally have something done in terms of a prototype or some ideation um, about the concept that they want to bring to the market. Um, I mean, like the best way to explain this would be Mark Zuckerberg would be in our, our ideal client back in when he was in still in Stanford. So or Harvard, actually. So, yeah, uh, that's what we like to work with. Really crazy entrepreneurs. OK, yeah. well, there's a lot of crazy entrepreneurs out there and probably I don't know, can't speak completely from uh, experience, but there's probably a lot of them in the tech world. Right. So um, what's the problem that you solve for those clients? Oh, did we? Definitely. Dis That's where the, all the crazies end up these days. Yeah. So what, what, what are the, what's the problem that you, uh, that you solve for your ideal clients? Are we uh, can you hear me okay? Would we need to? So I think on the on the base level, um, what we help uh, entrepreneurs do is sort of flesh out their idea um, uh, in the tech landscape because uh, we could get somebody you know who already knows about tech or somebody who's looking to introduce tech in a space which is disruptable. So think of like Uber back in the days when, um, you know, um, people came up with a ride sharing application um, and the infrastructure that was there that was pre-existing was taxis and medallions. So, you know, we would approach it in a way that how can we think of new or creative ways um, to kind of disrupt the industry that's already there. Um, so we would uh, brainstorm with the client. We would kind of flesh out their idea and figure out how it could be done 
using the current infrastructure. And it's interesting that nowadays, most of our clients are actually shifting to enterprise. Um, where enterprise companies are actually looking at their industries and, and you know, seeing how disruption can actually help them um, you know, scale faster. So it's not just, it's not even just entrepreneurs, but enterprise clients are actually starting to think like entrepreneurs, which is an interesting sort of pivot for us. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's entrepreneurial thinking is good, regardless of the, the size of the organization. So when, uh, when your clients reach out to, to you for help, what, what are the symptoms that they're experiencing at the time that, that caused them to reach out? Um, mostly it's, uh, symptoms. Interesting that you mentioned it. I think, um, for like, for me, uh, an entrepreneur isn't somebody that has a business or has an idea or has a concept or whatever the general description of an entrepreneur needs to be. I think an entrepreneur is somebody who has an itch in their head. And that itch is this problem that they're, they keep relaying in their head that, okay, this is what's happening right now. I don't like it. I want to fix it. And then that itch becomes a problem statement. Then it, that itch becomes a value proposition. That itch becomes a business plan, a pitch deck. Uh, you know, it all comes from there. So I think, you know, like somebody who's just not satisfied with the status quo. Okay, so they they got an itch there, and they need somebody to, for lack scratch. of a better term, help them scratch it. Right? Okay, exactly. so we got about five minutes to go. Um, once you start working with your clients, what's the most common mistakes that you discover that they're they're making? I think one of the most common mistakes is looking at their competitors and really understanding their landscape. So we get a lot of people that come in and say, "Hey, we want to make an Uber in Georgia." Because, you know, I mean, why not? So, I mean, looking at how dominant Uber is in the market there, how dominant Lyft is in there, how dominant some of the other ride-hailing services are, you need to really understand that you can't really dethrone those competitors unless you have a niche idea or a market. Um, so I think looking at your competitor landscape is, is always good before you invest anything, any time or money or whatever. Okay, yeah, that makes perfect sense. So if, if somebody with an itch is considering reaching out to you, so uh, what's one action that they could take right now that'll help them get started? Won't solve all their problems, but it'll, it'll give them a, a leg up. So we, we do a lot of blogging and we do a lot of content creation in terms of value proposition for our clients. We do um, you know workshops in our Houston office, in our Miami office, in, um, in our Dubai office, in our Pakistan office. We used to do that in Ukraine as well, but sadly due to the war, we've kind of scaled that back. Um, so they're welcome to kind of come over and brainstorm with us, do our workshops. Um, they're welcome to kind of log into our podcast. They're welcome to read our blogs and kind of digest that information and sort of go from there to whatever other means that they need to kind of find out. Uh, we have a pretty nifty calculator on our website as well. So you can actually figure out what that itch will cost you to scratch it. Um, so there's a lot of homework that you can possibly do before you even have to reach out to us. But if you want to reach out to us, we're pretty friendly people. We don't, we're not going to, you know, sell you our, for our, our main focus is always to bring value, which is one of the reasons why we're the highest rated company in the U S right now in the application development space. Mm -hmm. Um, and the awards and everything else kind of tie into that. Great. 
Great. That's good to know. So uh, uh, you're talking about people taking advantage of your blogs and, and other things. What, where can people find you? What's the best way to, to get to those sources? Techrevel.com, T-E-K-R-E-V-O-L.com slash blogs. Um, or you can search up any topic in the um, you know technology uh, development space, and you probably find us listed somewhere. We're really good at marketing, so okay. we're pretty out there. Uh, in fact, if you search me up Abir Raza, you'll find a lot of interviews where I talk about these topics myself. Um, NBC articles, Forbes articles, where I've you know been very very thorough in my research. I think the first thing that you need to understand is that it doesn't cost a multi-million dollar to build an application or even $100,000. You can start with a lean approach. You can start with a landing page. You can start with something very, very basic to get your thoughts out there and then start to uh, accumulate capital or raise capital to kind of go the next step. Okay, great. So um, since all entrepreneurs have challenges, and we got a couple of minutes left here for these, uh, even the, those that are the six, seven, and eight-figure earners. So what's the biggest problem right now in your business, if you had one, that should be addressed? Too many ideas, too many things to do, too many um, you know things to accomplish, too little time. Um, so, I mean, I think, um, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a billion dollars, like we saw with uh, Elon Musk and his failed acquisition of Twitter. Um, you, there's never there's never a time when you just don't want to accomplish something that you cannot and you just have to prioritize and figure out whether you know winning the space race is more important than you know acquiring twitter so it's it's just a matter of like prioritizing and just being mindful i think i've learned that um the hard way that you you have to control your own mind before you can control you know anybody else's so that's key yeah, that I I hear a version of that a lot, you know, about about mindset and and uh, it staying organized, that sort of thing. So that's kind of a common theme. So uh, we're getting toward the end here. What's one question I should have asked you but uh, didn't get around to it? Um, I mean, like I guess uh, based on mindfulness, um, I would have loved to talk about more on this because I feel like. Um, you know, being an entrepreneur and sort of, because most people don't really understand, like when they started off, it's not easy. Um, you know, there's a lot of sleepless nights, there's a lot of, um, hurdles and hardships and things like that. And, um, really prioritizing growth of the business above your own growth, your personal growth or your, you know, relationship growth. So I think we, we, we really need to start asking that question. Like, is it really worth everything? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all glamour right now uh with the entrepreneurship but is it really worth you stepping into it leaving your nine to five job and your work-life balance um and you should be prepared for it i guess if you do okay actually that's uh that's very solid advice sorry about that <laughs> so uh that's probably a good way to to end it so uh that's a a wrap on another great guest episode of the Evolvepreneur Secret Show for Entrepreneurs. And just before you leave, if you like this episode, please give it a five-star rating and share it with a couple of friends so we can spread the word. And if you want to make sure you don't miss out on any future episodes, go to Evolvepreneur Show, evolvepreneursecrets.show. And if you are an entrepreneur, let's get your next best idea out there today.